Ken Gagner, superintendent of Brigham Schools, in with me this morning. How you doing, Ken? I am doing well. I'm glad to see you and still get to wear the shorts, kind of casual. I love it. I, I love it, but my, my days are numbered. <laughs> the shorts are... <laughs> I got to go through all of them now in my closet because then they're going to get put away. That's how it works. Are you one of those guys that that has like a container because you only have so much space to put stuff? <laughs> and I'm not picking on you. I just know no, that... No, I'm, I'm you not, know, but I do have an area where the shorts are. And I, I might move them. I might have to move them now after short seasons over it happens minnesota we i mean i my significant other he has a big container winter stuff goes in there because it you know uses a lot <laughs> yeah. of stuff he's outside a lot goes in there and then the summer stuff comes out and then he has to go back and forth so right. it is oh, he's it organized is minnesota. well okay <laughs> <laughs> yes and no so let's talk ken last night you guys had your board meeting so let's start off with that we did and we actually uh this summer with our construction project our our summer board meetings have been at six thirty eight. So we Yeehaw, get, I know that yeah, feeling. <laughs> um, so th- those are now finished. We'll we'll go back to our 6 p.m. Uh, start. But yes, we had our meeting. I was, you know, really routine for the most part. Uh, nothing earth shattering other than um, we're going to talk about substitute teaching because I know uh, the audience is, has been wondering about substitute teaching. But anyway, the state... Um, you know, teaching shortage, and and many many areas, you know, have worker shortages. So, um, one of the things the legislature did this past session uh, was try to help with the substitute teaching uh, crisis. And so they we they have a pilot program going on where anyone now with an AA degree uh, is eligible to become a substitute teacher or uh, if you're a high school graduate and you've been a para at your particular district. So if we're talking Bram, someone who, who uh, obviously graduated from high school or has a GED and then has been a para in Bram, also is eligible now to substitute teach. Okay. And tucked into that bill, uh, caught the attention of, of many school districts, is there's a minimum per day uh, salary of $200 a day. Nice. So okay. that is higher, uh, actually, than any school in the state of Minnesota was paying. Sure. So schools, if if you want to participate in this particular program, where you hire, you can hire those two categories. Um, you have to raise your substitute teaching rates to two hundred dollars a day, and that is one thing our our board did uh, last night. Uh, so now, uh, substitute teacher pay in Bram is two hundred dollars a day, and that of course goes for you know, our traditional subs, which, um, you know, anyone with a four-year degree can can go out and get a short call uh, sub license or obviously retired teachers or if you have a teaching degree, uh, those folks can, can do that. So the pay is going up. We've actually, we were promoting this on, on our social media sites earlier because I knew the board, you know, was going to look at it and mm-hmm. take action. So... Um, and I've had uh, four calls uh, where people have said, hey, about mm. this substitute teaching, you know, and, and it, I think it can fit uh, depending on, you know, people's work schedules that, you know, some people maybe have a day off every week or two days off or they work at nights or they want to give it a shot. And um, yeah, I just encourage people, it give it a shot, you know, right. and you can kind of pick and choose, you know, maybe 
we believe it or not have kids love middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. You know, middle school kind of gets a bad rap, but those kids are they are great kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a lot of energy, but they're great kids. You know, <laughs> and maybe somebody wants high school kids. I had I had one person said, you know, I'd really like to work in the CTE, the career and tech ed area. You know, basically what you and I called shop back in the day. Sure. Um, you know, so um, we're we're hopeful. Uh, it has been a, an absolute challenge um, to get subs into our buildings. So we're we're hoping with this new uh, this new number, uh, maybe it might be just the thing to push people a little bit harder to say, yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. And uh, if it's if it works for you, great. Uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, if not, uh, you know, so be it. And I will tell people, you know, because I know you've got a large listening area, that this particular program, where if you have a high school, uh, if you're a high school graduate, you know, and I've been a para or just an AA, you have to apply with the district you're going to sub in. Okay. So it's not a universal license. Uh, you got to work with this particular. Um, program within a certain district. And you can apply at multiple districts, but you sure. got to apply with that district to sub at that district. Okay. So, so good information. Little detail. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, I know so many people who have retired, as I've gotten older, those are my peer group now, but many of them, they have the heart for that and they end up yeah, I'm retired, but I'm still subbing X, Y, and Z time. Mm-hmm. So I, obviously that's a good fit. But others too, this might open that door a little wider, Ken. It's yeah, great and, and districts, you know, it's not just teachers we need subs for. We need we need subs for paras every day of the Everything. year. Everything, okay. Um, you know, those two categories, um, yeah. They're the so. big ones, yep. absolutely. We'll talk about the, let's see, um, you mentioned here the new pilot program. Is that part of what you just? Yep, that was the um, so the substitute teacher that pilot is part program. Of that. We've okay. got some other new things coming up in Bram, and and our biggest uh, our biggest change at the Bram area schools, and we've talked about this several times, is what we call Flight Seven Hundred Seven. So if if you've got kiddos attending school in Bram uh, every Monday, uh, school is going to start an hour later than usual. So our our regular school day starts at eight a.m. Uh, and now, again, starting this year, every Monday, school will start at 9 a.m. That's the only day it impacts. The end of the day will be exactly the same. The school year itself uh, will start, you know, the day after Labor Day and still end at the same time. So the only change you're going to see is that on Mondays, school starts an hour later. We know many of our older students, uh, you know, they're pretty happy because they're going to sleep in Monday mornings. And, and we do know there's there's can be a challenge for those parents who who need to get to work and then you know what do I do with my children so we've got something called flight 707 care that'll open up at 7:30 on Monday mornings and all this information by the way is on our school website and again we've sent out multiple messages to st- you know parents who are have kids enrolled and who are in our system and so on but we're excited um, and and of course the question is why would you do that and that's because we want to work with our teachers and make sure they are prepared for the week. So every Monday, our teachers uh, will get to school at 7.07. Uh, so they'll basically get about two hours of planning in before the start of the school day. Um, we know if our teachers are better prepared and focused and have a plan for the week, 
Uh, they're meeting with their instructional leaders and the paraprofessionals are also coming in at their regular time. They come in at 745. Um, at that time together is going to equate to a better experience for the kids. Uh, and I and I go back and I'll say something like, you know, would you want your team of, you know, let's say you're receiving medical care. Would you like your doctors to get together for a couple hours every Monday morning and talk about their plans for their care or whatever profession you want to look at it we believe it makes sense uh it's predictable and it starts the week um you know every single week to make sure every single individual understands what the plan is for this week because teaching is hard work you bet and the one thing teachers i think across the state across the nation and many of us will say time we time. need time yeah. to plan so, and the other big thing um, that was key when we did this, because this is not, you know, a brand new novel idea. It's, it's been done in other parts, not quite like we're doing it, but is that we did not cut any instructional time. So you might say, well, if school's going to start an hour later and there's 31 Mondays, which not so many Mondays we've got this year where we're in school, you know, where do those 31 hours come back? Well, we actually added two more days of school uh, to the school calendar. And then we modified our schedule. So uh, however many minutes of instruction kids had last year, they're going to have the same minutes of instruction, the same number of minutes with their classroom teacher. Uh, so it's just um, kind of a new way of thinking and, and a new way of planning that we've put this together. And, and, of course, we hope, again, with a better prepared teacher, it's a better classroom experience. Um, and, and, you know, our, our end goal is that when kids – you know, when they graduate high school, they're prepared for whatever they want to do, whether mm -hmm. it's enter the military, enter the workforce, uh, go on for some additional schooling. Uh, we want them prepared. So we're really excited, Flight 707, but it does, again, parents got to be aware, Monday morning's going to look a tiny bit different. Okay, and like you say, if they want more information, head to the website. Talk about construction. Where are things at as the school year is going to be starting up here pretty quick? Yeah, and that's that's been another exciting thing. So back in uh, February of 2022, uh, we went out to our voters. Uh, they approved about almost uh, $11 million worth of uh, maintenance work on our buildings. Uh, our goal was uh, we have a building that was built in 1967. We have another one that was built in 1973. And then we did a, a fairly large uh, uh, construction in 1994. So, but anyway, all those buildings and all those, you know, when you get a furnace and a boiler that's 50, 60 years old, uh, you know, it, they need work. So um, not a lot of things the public's going to be able to see, but really put it into the infrastructure of the school. Uh, HVAC, uh, that was our number one expense was the HVAC systems, but windows and doors, tuck pointing, electrical work. Uh, all all happened. And in addition, uh, the one thing people will notice are parking lots. So we definitely had parking lots that were designed for when all the kids rode the bus to school. And then you had a few people, you know, the employees parked in the parking lots. And now, you know, we're probably close to half of our kids get dropped off. So both parking lots uh, redesigned. Uh, we dug them up. Um, you know, it was a a bone jarring experience. <laughs> we had so many <laughs> potholes and they were just in rough shape. So 
those are done. So yeah, that's really exciting. Uh, people are going to notice there's still workers in the buildings, uh, but uh, we will open on time. Um, projects are going to finish on time. Uh, we're under budget still, which is really good news. So we might be able to do a little bit of a few extras once we're sure we got everything buttoned up. Um, and, and it's just going to be a better, uh, you know, experience for our kids because again, the environment, the work environment, you know, you need a building where you're, you know, you get good air quality and the temperature is, is correct. And we don't have snow and we actually had snow inside several of our windows after, mm -hmm. you know, when the snow would be blowing, that's how those 60 year old windows. So we're excited about that. And, and like I said, the best news is we're going to be done, um, on time and anytime you've done construction it doesn't mean everything is done right, but the, right. the stuff is done where you can get back in and and host school like normal um and so okay that's, that's a good thing very good thing well we've got time for a couple more things here ken did you want to touch on the custodian opportunity there and yeah then, and yep. then we'll get into the open house and that stuff Yep, just a little bit on hiring if anyone, and I know everybody's looking to hire, but mm -hmm. uh, we did have our elementary fire teacher resigned here uh, about five days ago. So we've got that position posted if anyone wants to teach elementary fire ed. And then we are looking for a full-time custodian. We've got right now a $1,000 signing bonus with that Okay. Um, if people are interested. And then to jump to our, our final topic, I want to make sure we talk about is open house, which has always been a... Uh, you know, a traditional event in Bram and many school districts. So our open house is a week from today, okay. uh, next Tuesday, August 29th. And that's from five to seven. We serve a free meal. Um, and anyone, you know, obviously we, our students and our parents are welcome. But if, if this year, if community members want to come up and kind of see the new uh, construction and what's happened, uh, they are welcome to do that. Again, it runs from five to seven. Uh, Tuesday night, August 29th. Uh, new student orientation is at 515. That's a change, along with seventh graders, because seventh grade, you know, that transition to high school is a big thing, and um, that's also at 515. Uh, so we're excited about that. Oh, and, and getting their devices, you know, kind of the new textbooks. Um, uh, a lot of our uh, information now is on our, our Chromebooks, uh, but kids can pick up their devices, and so there's a form they have to fill out, and um, they don't have to pay a fee, but but then, of course, if anything breaks, they're 100% responsible to replace that device. Uh, so we do have a, uh, most of our parents take advantage of where they pay a small fee, and then we cover any repairs that are not you know, sure. intentional. Right, right. Uh, where they, they bust it, so... Kids can pick that up. In fact, kids can pick up their devices, again, grades 7, 12, uh, anytime between now and the start of school. Oh, okay. Good to uh, know. 7 to 3.30. So if you can pop up over lunch or right away in the morning. Uh, and then if you call us, we can even meet later than that. But it's nice because otherwise sometimes those lines get long. I was going to uh, say, when they all come at Everybody wants to get sure. their device on that night. And then... And then I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just wanted to make sure, too, that we get in kindergarten. It's always exciting and kind of a bittersweet for parents. I know that feeling when you send your little one off for kindergarten, but that's a big day, and they're not going to start that uh, two weeks from now. That's going to be a little later, correct? Right. So okay. the regular school year, uh, you know, in, in Minnesota, by law, uh, unless you get special permission, starts the day after Labor Day. So that's September 5th. So in Bram, all our grades 1 through 12 will start on that September 5th, but... 
What we do with our kindergarten students, because that's the first year and there's just some things we want to talk to the kids about and talk to the parents, they meet, uh, they have an individual meeting with their teacher uh, during that week. Okay. Uh, and so all the, the kids who have registered, so we have 51 kids who have fully registered for kindergarten for next year. Uh, they've all been sent letters and we set up a time to meet with them. Um, but we do have some other parents who have started the process, but they haven't finished. So if you've got uh, a student who's five uh, by September 1st and you want them to go to kindergarten, make sure you give us a call. We can walk you through the process. We want to get you uh, on the schedule so that you can meet your teacher and we can get any little assessments. We kind of look at, you know, about where your child's at because mm-hmm. kids come in all over the place. We've got kids who can read already. Right. You know, we got kids, you know, where that's not even, you know, just letter recognition. So we want to make sure we can provide your child with what they need when they when they get to school on that first day. So, again, if you got a kindergarten student and you haven't registered, uh, get that taken care of so we can make sure to get your child placed and get you a teacher and a desk and all those good little things. All but the above. kindergarten students will actually start their first regular day of school a week after, so September okay. 11th. Sounds good. Perfect. Well, Ken Gagner, superintendent of Bram Schools, I know it's an exciting time for you. I want you to relax, enjoy this time before you get back full tilt, and then you and I will catch up next month, and we'll be into a brand new school year. Yeah, it's it's back. It's We're back. back. We're back, <laughs> absolutely. I appreciate your time as always, and we also appreciate our sponsor, Bram Hardware.